Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, welcome back. It's Linda Pinizzato on the Hayes FM. We're speaking with Karen Ordell of Stylicious Home. You know, Karen, I'm thinking about common elements like, say, for instance, the party room. Like right now, you know, a lot of buildings, if they're older buildings, uh, they'll have a reserve fund and they'll have a timing when they can start doing some renovations. And key areas of renovations, of course, tend to be one is the lobby. Two would be maybe a party room. And then the standard kind of easygoing kind of renovation would be maybe the wall coverings and the carpeting through the corridors and maybe even the lighting. But right. a lot of times lighting nowadays, they're, they're talking about energy efficiency and retrofitting and all that type of thing. But, you know, it, it would be really nice to get more usage out of the party rooms. Right. Because, you, because, you know, the thing is, is that you can use it as a party room, but how often does everybody have a party that way they would have to contact property manager, set up their security, have their party, and then, you know, the party's over, they clean up, and that's it. The doors get closed again. But what about using it as a drop-in center kind of, you know, like a place that somebody could just, you know, a condo owner or resident in the building can just go in, the doors are open, you know, uh, with their fob. They could go in, maybe they could have a couch, they could have, you know, reading area. I don't know. Food for thought. Wouldn't that be a little bit more constructive for usage? I mean, it's a party room that really should be used. So right. rather than calling it a party room, maybe they can call it a lounge. Right. And I think I think the design of that space is very important. The, the better you feel in the space, the better your guests have at the party, the more inclined it's going to be used. And people might actually be you know fighting over it from day to day. But definitely, yes, it's a very important room in a condo space. You are paying for it in your condo fees, and it should be used as a rec space, a party room, or you know, kind of a drop-in, kind of hangout space in in the building. So if we were going to utilize the most, okay, the the space for the most amount of benefits, would you say that would be almost to divide the room into little pockets? Mm-hmm. Okay. So because I mean, I've seen rooms where literally there's benches all the way around the room. Right. And, and they're not consu- conducive, like really to interacting with one another. So what about if you had like one spot that maybe has a fireplace and a couple of love seats or something, then you had another spot that was a conversation. You could play cards. Right. You could have, you know, a table and chairs around that. You have another spot, you have a bar, you have, what about that kind of an idea? Something that you, like you would see in a hotel, you right. know, where people have places to sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely love like kind of like the living room corner where floor to ceiling, either electric or gas fireplaces with um, couches. But then you also want to have a dining area, places for people with cards or, you know, you're setting up your food for the parties. And then you also want to have movable chairs like stools, things like that for the bar. So, you know, if there's people talking over here in the living room space, but there's only those two couches, the movable chairs can be brought over there. So, you know, two or three or, you know, however many people want to come over there and join that conversation. The one thing about party rooms is that there's people going in and out and there's parties going on. So even though you want to design it, you know, very warm and and to go with the building for sure. So if it's either contemporary or industrial, but you want to have things that can be cleaned easily. You don't want to have 
white rugs and things like that. You want um, finishes that can be cleaned as easily, but also kind of suit the building. Oh, absolutely. Well, you and I are on the same wavelength because, you know, the thing is, is that, and you want to have it bright, but with the ability to low, lower the lights. Definitely. Yeah. Then you can create kind of an ambiance of some sort if you are having the party. Never right. mind, then you need the speaker systems and all the things that go. That. Yeah, <laughs> the surround sound and things like that. Right. So yeah, and TVs, things like that they might want to watch. If it's mm-hmm. a sporting game, like football or whatever, you do want access to TVs. So um, when they are designing that space, you want to see like how, how many times can this be used and how can we maximize the space and, you know, speak to all those all those particular events and design a space around that. Well, I got to say, I can't stand built-ins. I really, like, I mean, seats, benches, and oh, all those yes. types. I just can't stand them. I mean, I, they're just so, number one, they cost a fortune to custom make them to put them in. Mm-hmm. Then they cost a fortune to take them back out. And then they're, they're not usable. Nope. You can't move them anywhere. You're stuck. You can yep. never really change. Like, you were talking about different accents and so on. I mean, you could change your furniture up. If something breaks down, you change that one piece. You don't right. have to worry about redoing an entire room again. That's correct. And that just made me think another thing that might be good for party rooms is that flooring that comes in 12 by 12 by 12 uh, pieces. So if someone does spill some red wine or, um, you know, something, some food spills on the lasagna on the, on the floor, you just have to take that piece of that floor out and replace it. You don't have to take the whole carpeting or the whole laminate off and um, you can just replace that little piece. That is a very great idea, especially with the laminate. Mm-hmm. Um, are you finding that laminates are durable in uh, party rooms and, and lounges and so on? And like are, I know hardwood floors, you know, they say that the texture looks nice when you've got scratches and all that type of thing. And it's impossible to find hardwood without getting scratches. Yes. There is titanium, titanium covered ones that they say is, you know, 100% durable. But, you, you know, we both know that they, the first day someone moves a chair, there's going to be a scratch. Um, but there is a lot of changes to hardwood. There's all the engineered hardwood. So even though you're going over concrete, which historically you couldn't put hardwood floor and you had to do laminate, but now they're doing like a cork base or like an MDF base underneath the hardwood floor. So you can actually do it floating over a concrete floor. So there is a lot more options now to do hardwood in a condo space. But as you said, you probably are still going to get scratches. But if you are one of those industrial buildings with those big thick beams, you might want to do pine planks on the floor and really tie in that space. What about someone that's going to say, for instance, the budget will accommodate maybe granite or marble or terratine? Is that really conducive? Because that's like long term, right? Cost wise, I mean, cost wise was would be substantially more money. But I guess the idea of having it long term, because do they need to focus on the floor, though? Or is the floor like what is the main focal point? I think it's those, I think it's de- de- defining all those living spaces. So the living room, the dining area, the bar area, kind of maybe a second little lounge area with bucket seats. It's not as it's not the living room area. So I'd start with that, design it from there. But they should all correlate. Should, you don't have a gray corner and then a, a taupe corner and and a linen corner. Everything correlates, and you might have a gray gray area rug over here, but then you have the gray couch over there, and then you have the white and gray stools over there, where everything kind of correlates. It doesn't match 100%. So I think it's kind of, as I said, defining all the areas first. How are you going to use that room? And, you know, what events are going to be hosted and plan the room from there. And and the flooring, you know, you can find some great laminate options that you don't have to go into, you know, potentially stone or hardwood flooring. Well, the other one too is I know it's, again, expensive is quartz. Right. But quartz being a man-made product, 
is really, it's incredibly durable because mm-hmm. you don't have to do the ceilings and all this type of thing. So if that's the case, then that means that you could actually, if you had quartz, say, in the lobby area and it came straight into the um, uh, the lounge area in the party room and it was the exact same color flowing all the way in mm-hmm. and then you had an area rugs here and there, that would actually probably look quite nice. I Definitely. And it's easier to keep clean. And That's a um, key the, thing. The quartz is not very porous. Like marble, for example, if someone walks in with muddy shoes or once again spills something, there's going to be a stain there no matter what, no matter how many times you seal it. But now with these new engineered stones, I like to call them, they're not as porous and you can keep them clean and there's no bacteria and, and dirt and mud that kind of shows on those stones. Definitely. So that would be ideal. So now, you know, it's funny because in the lobby area, you could actually bring the same kind of a look to some degree. So you can maybe choose a part because if they're right beside, I guess it depends on the location. Right. If the party room is off somewhere on its own, then that's one thing. But if the party room is directly off the lobby, you can't go from a modern lobby and walk into a colonial style party room. Definitely. Yeah. So once again, they should tie in, but I am fine. Like t- sometimes there's conference rooms by off the lobby or maybe the access to the gym. And I'm finding nowadays the party rooms way up close to the penthouse, if not the penthouse. Right. So then, then there's a the thing about working with the patio furniture. Really? Can you have heaters on there and make an outdoor living space as well? Cause some of them have quite a substantial patio on the party rooms as well. I like that idea. Outdoor living space for when it gets colder. Yes, of course. Yeah. So can you put the heaters and so on? What about if you have a rooftop though? Isn't there a little bit maybe difficult? I guess if you bolt it down, you should be fine. Well, once again, it's, you have to deal with what your condo board says. Um, you know, you might not have to be able to do barbecues or heaters, but they are these, those huge, you know, stainless steel heaters that can be, look very modern and, you know, come, yeah. you know, September, October, November, you can still hang outside and have uh, a Halloween party or whatever on the terrace outside. You know, I never thought about the heaters. <laughs> I have to tell you, I love that idea, especially, you know, having the barbecues because having a barbecue terrace now on the upper level or on the rooftop mm-hmm. is a real it's so powerful on the open real estate market. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. You know, because people, especially buildings that maybe not have balconies, they at least have an outdoor space somewhere. Right. You know, and whether it be Mississauga, whether it be Toronto, I think that uh, that's a great idea to put those up. Well, you know what, Karen? I think that it's really important, no doubt. You know, I hope that uh, our audience gives you a call so that you can help them out and give them some of these great ideas of how to use their own personal space. Well, great. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. And yeah, anyone call, call me you anytime. Know? I would love to help. I'm very passionate towards it. And I love, I love our area in the GTA. There's so many eclectic buildings that, you know, I enjoy what I do every day. So if you have any questions, just give me a call anytime. Absolutely. No, that sounds great. So for everyone out there, please give Karen Wardell of Stylicious Home a call. You can also email her at Karen at Stylicious Home, which is S-T-Y-L-I-C-I-O-U-S Home, H-O-M-E dot com. Thank you again, Karen. You know, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks, Linda. This is uh, Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert. Sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing. Something to think about. I want everybody today, take a look at your space. See where you're, if everything is working for you or maybe not. Maybe there's some things that you might want to change. In fact, maybe there's something in and around your condo building that Karen can help out with some great ideas to keep those building values up. 
We've talked a lot about reserve funds. We've talked a lot about where to put your value and how to maintain and increase value. And certainly thinking about home design and decorator is the answer. Have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon.